The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills little bit of a different schedule for us this week, moving some things around. Our man Bruce Nolan was off this week. He'll be back with you next week for his two shows that you normally get. So we kind of mixed up the schedule to make sure you were covered each and every day. Believe coming to you midweek, circling the wagons as well. Here I am coming to you on the weekend and just having some fun talking to Buffalo Bills this offseason. You know, really when we think of the conversation today... And it's always that interesting time of year, right? Like you're trying to focus on the the football. There's really not much happening with roster changes. OTA is not a whole lot to report on. And other guys have done that that had ac- access throughout the year, right? So so here you are. You, you start to look and you think of what different storylines could be there. And you guys know that I am uh, good friends with Joe Marino, the host of Locked On Bills. Um, as I've said countless times before, Joe and I are not related, although he refers to me as his dad, which, um, yes, I'm significantly older than Joe, I guess, but I, I digress. But his episode on Friday, you know, really got me thinking a bit, and it was measuring the Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chief, Chiefs. And, and Joe really went through in all these different areas, the moves that the Bills have made, the moves that the Chiefs have made. And of course, that was the team which the Bills lost to in the AFC Championship game during the 2020 season. So here we are, right? You kind of look at it and say, that's the measuring stick. This team gone to two straight Super Bowls, winning one of them, of course, losing to that pesky Tom Brady and the Buccaneers back in February. So so here we are. And I listened to Joe's pod and it's, you know, it's always a great listen, right? Monday through Friday. I listen to Locked On Bills every single day. Certainly a go-to, and, and Joe does a great job. But this got me thinking a bit, right? Because especially when you think of free agency and the draft and everything that went about, and of course when you interact with other Bills fans on Twitter, which is a lot of fun, there, there really has been this focus on like how is each move put the Bills in a better position to beat the Kansas City Chiefs? And... You know, I always looked at it, and and I think you have a couple of different different avenues where you can you can take this. Um, of course, right? The Chiefs are the AFC champions, the defending AFC champions. 
Patrick Mahomes, um, you know, is is still in the prime of his career. You talk about the weapons that they have, the moves that they've made for their offensive line. Right now, they are the gold standard in the AFC. The other side of me is like, okay, you know, it's fine to to have a focus on the Chiefs. But, you know, the Bills won their first AFC East championship in like 25 years this this past season. And the focus still needs to be on the AFC East, beating the New England Patriots, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Jets. All three of those teams should be improved this this season. So like any good Bills fan would do, I went to Twitter and I put a a question out there and I got some responses and I I figured there were some good responses worth sharing with everyone because um, certainly some notables in the Buffalo Bills community, I I think, came with some some really good feedback. And I'm curious to hear what you think, right? So you can find me on Twitter at Anthemarino. Of course, hit me up in the comments section at buffalorumblings.com. And it's just one of those conversations that you really can have back and forth. So here is what I pose, right? Curious question for Bills fans. After listening to Joe Marino's pod this morning, I'm wondering if the Bills are too focused on the Chiefs as opposed to the AFC East. And I said, for some, it seems to be an obsession with the Chiefs, and it feels like some could be getting ahead of things. Um, you know, and that word obsession may be a little bit too hard of a term, but but I think you know where I'm going, right? You, The Bills make a draft pick or they make a signing and you see some of those maybe overreacting a bit. Like, how does this help the Bills beat the Chiefs? And it's just like not every move is an impact move that is going to lead to Buffalo defeating the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, when we do talk about the draft, right, at least in my mind, I look at a couple of things, you know, the Bills addressing their pass rush. That was certainly uh, an area of success for the Buccaneers to show a little bit of a blueprint, right, on how to get to Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl and for them to be victorious. Um, Of course, that was against the Kansas City Chiefs' many backup offensive linemen, so that part is not lost on me. But then when you talk about the selections of Spencer Brown and Tommy Doyle, and the Bills really looking to say, like, we need to add depth at these tackle positions because, heaven forbid, something happens to Darrell Williams happens to Deion Dawkins, that we are not in that same type of scenario ourselves. So I think there's a, a couple of, of tweets that I want to share with each of you because I think they're, they make sense, right? And, and there, there's no wrong answer with, with this either, I think, as we go through with things, right? You've got many different um, opinions that folks can really have here and what that looks like. So, you know, the first one came from Joe Marino. And again, it was his podcast that kind of sparked this conversation for me, where he said, I think the Bills are still focused on the AFC East. And it feels like Bean has found every opportunity to say the division is still the priority. I think, understandably, the fan base is focused on Kansas City. Now, as Joe brings up that point, right, it's almost like is Kansas City the new... uh, New England Patriots, right, for for Bills fans. And I say that of meaning like it's that hump that you need to get over. And whether the team is saying it, the personnel, the players, you know, it's used to be Tom Brady and the Patriots, right? That certainly was that obstacle that was in the way for the Buffalo Bills that fans could latch on to. Now, of course, with Tom Brady out of New England um, and the Bills winning both games last year, albeit the Patriots should be improved in the 2021 season, um, 
are the Kansas City Chiefs that new villain, I guess you could say, in the story, right, that you can latch on to and say this is who we need to be able to to move past. So I thought that was a good point by Joe. I did counter with it like, you know, gosh, you think to yourselves and, and even back and, and certainly stupid of me at the time, it was like, no, I want the Chiefs to beat the Cleveland Browns, right? Like I want the Bills to play the Chiefs. If you're going to get to the Super Bowl, even, you know, wrote an article, if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. Ric Flair channeling all of that. And it's like, yeah, no, I wish uh, Chad Henney had fallen on his face and really the Browns had won and the Bills hosted the AFC championship game. And I don't know, I think sometimes you get caught up in the moment a little bit. And that was certainly the case there. But there's that alternate timeline out there where the Bills host the Browns in the AFC championship game. But I can't really get ahead of myself. So um, a guy that I love to interact with on Twitter, I love to listen to his show, Jeremy White from the WGR 550 AM morning show. He and Howard Simon obviously been listening to these guys for years. And, and we kind of went back and forth on some pieces as well. Um you know, and this is really him, you know, Jeremy replying to when we talk about Brandon Bean's comments and Jeremy wrote, I think he has to say that they should absolutely be focused on the bigger fish, you know, and we went back and forth just a bit, you know, and I was I was saying to Jeremy, right, like, but are the fans getting a bit obsessed here? That was kind of my question, I think, when we looked at a lot of it and thinking to ourselves, like, you know, and obsessed, and I'll just read Jeremy's quote. I think this makes more sense. Obsessed is a loaded word. They're in the way. They're the best team in the AFC, and really the only team that Bills, this Bills team hasn't shown to be better than. It should be the focus. Um, and I do agree, right? Sometimes when you say obsessed, you're, you know, it's Twitter. There's limited characters. You're trying to prove a point and really to, um, you know, put things out there. And, and listen, there's always going to be that minority that overreacts to certain pieces. But, you know, from Jeremy's perspective, right, and having been around this team and covering the team for as long as he has, um, I get that part too, right? Like that is the one team that is in your way. You can look at things. You can look at the Bills' losses from last season. You can call the loss to the Cardinals a bit of a fluke. Um, you know, the the loss to the Titans, just weird with the scheduling and the routine and everything that had taken place and some of the injuries. Like, But yeah, the Chiefs, that team that showed they were better than the Bills twice during the 2020 season, once in the regular season, once in the playoffs. And honestly, it wasn't even really, really close, right, when we, when we talk about that. Like, it wasn't even close in either of those matchups. So certainly for the Bills, having to improve. Now, one other um, guy that, that came in, and I will note this here, and it is Matt Perino from NewYorkUpstate.com. Um, Matt, one of my favorite guys out there, has been on the show before, um, but just does a great job with the, the beat. He has got a, a quote here, but first I'll read his tweet. Matt Perino, NewYorkUpstate.com. Natural for the fan base to be fixated on the Chiefs. They're still the team to beat in the AFC. The team isn't, though, in my opinion from Allen this week. And here's the quote that he shared from Josh Allen. We've got to find a way to get over that hump there. But as crazy as it seems, we're not focused on what they're doing right now, or really for the matter, any team other than game one. And I think we all know who that is. It's the Steelers at home. That's the biggest focus we have right now is getting to that point. And we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Now, of course, Josh Allen, 
really always says the right things in these types of scenarios, right? Like he is, he is, um, he's just on point with it. I mean, of course, like we're talking about OTAs, like they're not game planning for the Steelers right now, but that is the first game. That is the next opponent. Um, we've also got some feedback here from my buddy, Greg Thompson from cover one. And he writes, I agree with Perino. I get why the fans see them as the team, but I don't think the team or organization does it all. They're just one of the other good teams. And finally, Aaron Quinn, who co-hosts the cover one podcast with Greg, he said, Bills fans, maybe not the organization itself. They've been super clear in talking points that it starts with winning the division. So again, I think it's a bit of a, a fun conversation, right? As we talk about it for, for the fans, like, of course, we're going to obsess a little bit obsess. I keep using that word, but you know, around the Kansas city chiefs, but we all know too, there are other good teams in the AFC, those AFC East opponents will be improved. The Tennessee Titans, interesting to see what they look like. Of course, the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, the Pittsburgh Steelers, all out of the AFC North. And you can't forget teams like the Indianapolis Colts, the San Diego Chargers. I keep calling them San Diego. You know what I mean? The Los Angeles Chargers should be improved and plenty of competition out there in the AFC. But I'm curious to get your thoughts, right? Do you think as a fan base... Maybe as fans, we're a little bit too focused on the Chiefs. Is that something that we've put too much energy into still feeling a little bit scarred from the AFC championship game? Or, you know, do you think for the most part, the vast majority of fans really looking at things and thinking more about thinking more about, um, you know, that AFC East, right? And not taking that for granted and knowing that the Dolphins should be better and the Patriots and the Jets. And what that will will really be. So um, I'm just excited to be talking about football, right? And talking about opponents. I think there's so much other conversation out there right now. And it's important conversation that many have when they do it in the right way. But I'm going to try and focus on the on the football, on the field. And, and hopefully it'll be there um, before we know it. So as I was saying, we're just 10 weeks away from the preseason. So I think it's exciting for fans to start thinking about football. And like I said, Make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino in the comments section at buffalorumblings.com. I'm there all the time and love to hear from you. So, all right, I'm going to get out of here now. I appreciate you guys tuning in to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. I'm Anthony Marino, and as always, go Bills. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.